Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. The number one podcast for learning and talent development professionals. Now here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for our bonus Q&A conversation with Megan Galloway. And if you haven't yet listened to my first conversation with Megan, where we talked all about leadership and creating great leadership development programs, you're going to want to go back and listen to that as soon as possible. I asked Megan about the biggest mistakes that organizations make when it comes to developing leaders and supporting leaders. We talked about some of the key components to a great leadership development program, where to start your development, whether it be frontline, middle, or executive level, and how to think about putting that together, working with partners versus building things in-house, uh, sort of taking a multimodal approach and thinking about how leaders learn best, as well as some other components around leadership development. So make sure you go back and listen to that. Today's our bonus Q&A conversation. And Megan, I want to start by asking you this, you've worked in a few different places, both in-house and now starting, uh, and for a startup and now starting your own company. When you think back across your career, what has been your proudest moment or biggest accomplishment so far? My proudest moment was probably like recency bias, but in this last December, I got to surprise my mom with a billboard in Times Square where I was being featured. And um, she happened to be going to New York at the same time. And so I got to surprise her by putting her on a billboard in New York Times Square with me. And it was really fun. That is incredible. I saw that post and I remember we messaged about it and I was just uh, blown away. By the way, I love that you mentioned recency bias. It's such a, a, a big thing. I'm going to ask you later about a book that you recommend. And when I ask people that, they almost always go to a book that they just read recently. So it's very common. Um, but I have been wanting to ask you, like, how did that come about that you ended up on a billboard in Times Square? That's amazing. Yeah. So I've been posting on LinkedIn pretty regularly for the last couple of years and I'm now in a place where I partner with different companies to like do like influencer type work. So that, they picked me as an influencer to help talk about like the things that the people that helped me to get to where I'm at in my career. Cause it's surely not just me doing all this work by myself. There's a right. lot of people who have been like such important parts of the things that I've built so far. So it was special yeah. to be able to recognize those people. I love that. So cool. On the flip side, Megan, what has been one of your biggest mistakes or failures and what did you learn from it? Mm. I think that one of my biggest mistakes, at least in the last couple of years, was not recognizing the amount of stress or burnout that I was that I was experiencing. Mm. I think that so many times, especially type A high achievers, we always want to like push for more. And I think there's a lot of there's a lot of beauty in that because it helps us get better. And I also think, you know, something that not a lot of people know about me, I've not really been public with this, but I ended up being hospitalized last year and, or it was the year before, I suppose. And um, my legs stopped working. Like it wow. was a really weird experience. And at the end of all of that, it seems like all of that was just triggered by stress. And if you would have asked me at the time, like, Megan, are you a stressed out person? I would have been mm. like, well, I've got I played, I've got young kids, I'm an executive at a startup, but I'm fine. Like I'm good. Mm -hmm. And now that I look back, like now that I've had a couple of years um kind of you know removed from that, I look back and I see how much underlying stress I really did have and how much I wasn't really always taking care of myself the way that I should have been. So mm. something that I'm always focusing on now is how do I get better at at 
not only being a type A high achiever, but how do I be the best person for my kids, for my husband, but also for me? Mm, I like that. Just a quick follow-up on that, because I appreciate you sharing that. I know there's some people listening right now who are like, I can relate. I've been working 60 plus hours a week. I'm really stressed at my job. My boss is giving me a hard time. I feel like I never keep up. I'm not a good parent. I'm, I don't feel like I'm doing my job very well. What advice do you have for that person right now? Yeah, sometimes things are just hard. And mm. it's okay that things are hard sometimes. And I think that the most important thing that I wish that I would have thought through a couple of years ago is thinking about the things that I could do for myself that really, truly helped me rest and recover. I think that so many times we get into like this autopilot mode where we're like, I'm going to sit on the couch and watch something because that like escapism, right? Like this is going to help me recharge. I have like 30 minutes between doing chores, the kids going to bed and myself going to bed. I think being thoughtful about what we do with the time that we do have when things feel really stressful can make a huge difference, but also just ask for help. Like mm. I am bad at that. I'm so yeah. bad at asking for help. Yeah, I see it as like a, it's not that I, it's not that I feel like I'm too proud for it or something. I just feel guilty asking for people for help. I'd yeah. rather be the giver of helper. I don't want to be the receiver of help. So oh, I think that everyone. recognizing those moments are really important. I can relate to that. I've done a lot of sort of self-analysis and and soul searching on that as well. And my question for you would be, Megan, do you like helping others? I do. Yeah. It brings me such fulfillment to be someone who's there to help other people. It does bring you a lot of fulfillment, right? So if you don't ask others for help, are you potentially denying them that fulfillment of helping you? Andy, are you my coach? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's something I've done plenty of times before as well. And I've thought a lot about it and and, uh, you know, I've had my own health issues. I went through cancer a couple of years ago. And when I was going through that, I, I committed to accepting help. So many people reached out to help and my inclination would say, no, I got this on my own. And I committed to asking for more and, and receiving more help. And it was great. And I love helping others. And I don't mind accepting help as, as well. By the way, I did a lot of research on cancer during that time. And one of the big causes of cancer is stress. And I didn't think I was under any stress, but I went through some traumatic, stressful events before that. So it's possible that that was the cause. We'll we'll never know, but I wanted to try to find out as much as possible. Megan, let's move to talent development. When you think about this industry we've been working in, this space we've been working in for the last few years, what do you say is the biggest challenge in talent development today? I think that the biggest challenge in talent development is shifting from shifting into being a strategic partner for the business. I think that there are so many learning and development professionals who really want to be but the business just doesn't see them quite there yet. I do think that during the pandemic, so many more organizations understood the, the relevance and the ROI that came alongside the things that talent development brings to the table. But I think that we're just starting on that path. It's almost like the comparison I would make is like what marketing was viewed as 20 years ago is kind of what talent development I think is viewed as now. So mm. 20 years from now, I think there will be a different industry that will just be getting started and we'll just be seeing the ROI and trying to figure out all of that. But I, I think it's there, but a lot of us like intuitively know that it's there. Yeah. Have like the solid metrics fully. Some Sometimes we do, but it's hard to isolate them. So I think we're going to get better and better at that over time. It will be interesting to see what happens. And and speaking of that, along those lines, is there a trend that you're following in talent development that you're excited about right now? I think that one of the biggest trends overall is social learning. I think that people learning from other people is really important. And I think that the in a more in an increasingly social virtual environment and with hybrid working, 
there's a lot of really cool untapped things there that I think organizations are going to continue to find their way in that will help people feel more connected and get sneaky about like teaching them things along the way too, as they're connecting with others. Yeah. Social learning is huge. I mean, I, I read books every day, every morning. I love reading, but I learned just as much scrolling through LinkedIn and seeing what people are doing and talking about, right. And, and catching up on the latest trends, that sort of thing. All right. I told you I was going to ask you this, Megan, is there a book that has made a profound impact in your career or that you often recommend or that you really enjoyed lately? So I'll give you the one that's the most profound impact on my career. And I have one for lately. So you get, you get a bonus. Sweet. Um, The one that I think had the most profound impact on my career was when I was working at the bank, I read Brene Brown's, or maybe it was directly after it was Brene Brown's Braving the Wilderness. Mm. And at that moment in time, like that was exactly what I needed to read, to be able to stand on my own feet and find my values in ways that were important for me for being who I wanted to be and, and showing up with authenticity. The one that I read recently that I just, towards the end of last year, I read and I just like absolutely loved. It was recommended to me um, by a former boss called Unreasonable Hospitality by Will Guadara. Hmm. He's a restaurateur in New York. And oh my gosh, what a phenomenal read. So many leadership lessons in there. I am in love with things that don't, aren't like leadership development. Like they're not like blasting you in the face with like, this is this is all the theories you should know about leadership development, but the leadership philosophies are intertwined into the real lives of people. So I think that's why I love Ted Lasso so much. That's why I also loved um, Will Guadar's Unreasonable Hospitalities because he made it to the number one restaurant in the world. And he'll tell you like a lot of it's because of the team and the leadership that he had there. So pretty amazing. That is really cool. I had not heard about that one. And I like the recommendation of Brene Brown, especially because you said it was the book you needed in that moment. And I love when books find us at the exact time when we need them. And it reminded me of a story. This was a funny story. You know, Liam, uh, Liam Darmody? Oh yeah. Through LinkedIn, right? So one time last year, I was hanging out with Liam and his dad, as you do. And his dad told me this great story about how he was reading, sitting on a park bench. He was going through some hard times. This was like decades ago, going through some really hard times, sitting on a park bench, just starting this book. And this guy went running by, jogging by and said, that's a great book. Read page 292 or whatever, something like that. And he flipped to it. It was like exact message that he needed. Like in that moment, it was like the most bizarre, amazing story. Sometimes these books and pages find us uh, at the exact right time. So you have to ask him about that sometime. I would. Amazing. Megan, as you're you're transitioning into kind of running your own business now, I'm curious, is there an app, a tool, a platform that you really love that helps you do your job better or helps you be more productive? I mean, honestly, not to be cliche with it, but LinkedIn probably is my number one. It's like a, a life source for me in all honesty for so many, mm-hmm. like that's how you and I met Yeah, through LinkedIn. And I've met so many wonderful people there that I think that that's one of the things, like when I left the bank um, and started my own business a few years ago, I didn't have that kind of support um, from a community. I had a lot of local support here in Kansas City. And oh my gosh, the community here in Kansas City is phenomenal. There are such good people here. And I had so much support from that perspective. But um, having then like spent a couple of years like posting and and, um, creating content and interacting with other creators, I just feel like I'm at this place now where if I really needed support or help from people or don't know the right ways to do things or need to ask someone questions or just need somebody to talk to, there are so many people that I've met through LinkedIn that have just really, they're just good people. 
and they really yeah. care. And I can't say the same about any other social platform, um, truly. So I, it's, it's been something that's really changed my life, which sounds very cheesy, but it's yeah. just been, it's been a really great experience creating LinkedIn and, and making friends that way. Yeah, I agree completely. I've made a lot of great friends through LinkedIn, including Liam, who I mentioned, including you. There's just so many great people on the platform. So last question, Megan, for you. For those out there in talent development looking for ways to grow their careers and accelerate more of their success, what's one more piece of advice you would give? I would say try something outside of learning and development. So whether that's like to take another job, I don't think you necessarily need to take a whole nother job, but stretch projects where you're inside of other functions of the business I think could be tremendously helpful because here's the thing about talent development. Like I went from being the vice president of L and D at a bank to I'd started my own business, but then I jumped into a startup and I did sales. And then I moved into an operations seat and then I moved into like a customer, like consulting seat. And then I was um, helping with product and I like shifted into all of these different seats over my time there. And honestly, I felt so prepared in every single situation. Like, of course there's a learning curve, right? But the things that we're doing in talent development are truly transferable skills that you could use in other places of the business. But the perspective that you get from being in other places of the business to then going back to being an L&D and then being in that place where you're trying to be that strategic partner, I think can really make a difference for people because then you get to, you have this just additional perspective that helps you speak other people's languages, see it from their side, and then just be, just create more creative, better things that kind of break the mold. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. That's great. This is just so many great insights and experience here. Thank you again, Megan, for coming on to share everything. I appreciate it. I know for those reaching out, they are looking to connect with you. LinkedIn is a great place to go. So make sure you're following Megan and connecting with her on LinkedIn. If you're not following me, we're not connected on LinkedIn. Feel free to reach out to me as well. Megan, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a real pleasure talking with you and I look forward to talking with you more soon. Sounds good. Me too. All right. Take care, everybody. All right, that will do it for our bonus conversation with Megan Galloway. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Megan is just a wealth of great experience as well as exuberance and passion. I love talking with her. We just really kind of started to get to know each other recently and developing a fast friendship. And I know there's a lot more I can learn from her. Probably talk to her more about leadership in the future as I build out my book and content and things I'm doing in that space. So you may want to follow her on LinkedIn. And we are also getting her booked to as a guest speaker in our talent development think tank membership community, which is a community I've been running since the middle of 2020 to keep people in the talent development world connected. We have calls on a regular basis, a monthly basis, where we hear from guest speakers and we also get to interact and learn from each other. We have three tiers of membership, a foundation level for early career professionals that gives you access to our recordings and trainings. We have our main level for experienced practitioners that gives you access to all of our live calls that we have on a regular basis, as well as our recordings. And we have our on entrepreneur tier for those building a business in the L&D space who are looking for some additional guidance and community with other entrepreneurs. So pick the one that's right for you. All the info is at our website, tdtt.us slash community. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, Andy at andystorch.com. And if you're interested in booking a dynamic speaker for your next event, whether virtual or in person, about career development, trends that are impacting your workforce, or even leadership, reach out to me, andy at andystorch.com. 
Com. All right. Thank you again for listening. I really appreciate you. I hope that you are learning on a regular basis, testing new things, finding new ways to do your job better, and continuing to look for ways to improve with a growth mindset so that we can keep innovating and raise the bar in talent development. I wish you the best of luck for the rest of the week, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs>